Righto, from JMI Wealth, Andrew Kelleher, Friday morning. Good morning. Yeah, morning, Mike. So they make the announcement and then everyone's depressed and then they start talking and the market ends up. Is that how it worked? Pretty much, mm. pretty much. It was only a brief period of, uh, of negativity. Yeah, I sort of mentioned yesterday morning that we were a little early to talk about the Fed interest rate decision. It came out a couple of hours after we spoke. So for the record, the Fed moved the Fed funds rate, uh, which is up, they moved it up 25 basis points. So um, that's similar to our official cash rate. It moves it, they, they talk about it in a range. It's now in a range of 45 to 4.75. And I suppose the key talking points there is that they've slowed the pace of monetary policy tightening. So they've pulled back, I think the previous uh, move was 50 basis points, but that was after a whole series of 75 basis point moves. They signalled at the next meeting they'll be looking at a 25 basis point move as well. So what the Fed sort of decision makers have done here, Mike, is they've sort of cooled the jets on, on monetary policy action. So uh, they're now sort of having time to consider the effects of the increases that have already been put through. So this speaks to the lags and the impact of monetary policy changes. And in the usual press conference, Chairman Jerome Powell said, uh, we're talking about a couple more rate hikes to get to the level we think is appropriately restrictive. And, and I don't think it's surprising at all that they are, by their own admission, uh, cautious about declaring victory and sending signals that the game is won. This is all this whole, they're not going to blink until they're mm. absolutely positive that they won. And they have to reflect, Mike, on the monetary policy mistakes that were made in the 70s when the Fed led up too early and there was sort of a second round of inflation. And there's one sort of, I suppose, a technical point that, that I want to make here, Mike. The Fed funds rate is now higher than the Fed's preferred measure of inflation. So they like the PCE inflation, the personal consumption expenditure inflation. That's sitting at an annual rate of 4.4. Your Fed funds rate is now higher than that. And that's one of the indicators the market looks for, sort of historically, that's associated with winning that war against inflation. So, but yeah, you're right, the market reaction, there was initial little sell-off and then share markets rallied. We ended up with a 1% gain in the S&P 500, 2% gain uh, in the NASDAQ. Um, they're not the only central banks. Bank of England overnight, uh, they're up 50 basis points, signaled that's the fastest pace of interest rate hikes in three decades might be drawing to a close. Uh, risks still tilted to the upside. Uh, but the DART, they've also suggested that, remember they projected that recession that was going to be really quite major. Yep. Uh, that that's going to be shorter and shallower than predicted in November. So, And ECB, the European yeah. Central Bank overnight as well. Uh, their, their, their policy rate's only at 25 They've still got a bit of work to do. But all of these banks are talking about inflation abating right. over, over 2023. Exactly. So, so bring it back home here. Uh, yep. these building, what do you make of these building consent numbers? And does Auckland and the mess change it all? Uh, I think it does, um, but I don't think anybody has got any idea yet of quite what, what's going to happen there. So, look, we've been saying for months that we're expecting to see some moderation in building consent. You've got this wild card of the Auckland floods and remediation and repair that could have an impact on what happens with the consents now. Uh, consents have fallen below 50,000 on an annual basis. That, um, this is for the 12 months of December. We haven't seen that since March last year. Uh, standalone home consents fallen considerably. Uh, they were running at over 25,000 a year, a sort of run rate of that in 2021, now just over 21,000. Thing is, Mike, there are 15,000 insurance claims. Um, you would have to, so far, you'd have to expect that many, many will be property related. Now, I've had to put a claim in as well, and I've done that online, and we've had no, we've had no um, confirmation of that claim. So how many other people are still sitting exactly. in that space?
if those claims average 30, 35,000, which you, you get there very quickly, that's half a billion dollars. It's amazing. So it's a, you know, it's, it's a big wild card. We don't know much about it yet. Righto, give us the numbers. Uh, the Dow Jones, no, here's a, here's a weird thing. The Dow Jones is down 160 points, 33,934. It's about half a percent. But the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ, they're both on fire. Uh, the S&P 500's up 1.3%, 4171. And the NASDAQ's up almost 3%. Good result from Meta, the parent, alphabet parent overnight. 12,161 is the close there. The FTSE 100 gained three quarters of a percent last night. The Nikkei gained 0.2 of a percent. Shanghai Composite relatively unchanged. Uh, the ASX 200 gained 10 points yesterday. 7511 was the close there. 0.13 of a percent gain. And the NZX 50 yesterday gained half a percent. Uh, 61 points. 12,152. Kiwi dollar is stronger this morning, 0.6492 uh, against the US, 0.9164 against the Aussie, 0.5946 euro, 0.5294 pounds, 83.37 Japanese yen. Gold trading at uh, $1,918.40. Brent crude sort of relatively down a little bit, $82.63. And and Mike, just for your guide, Ed Sheeran, complete setup. Well done. Andrew Kelleher, JMI Wealth. Complete setup. Complete setup. JMI Wealth. Thank you, Justified. Glenn's a winner. Glenn's a winner. JMIWealth.co.nz.